0: Welcome to the Texas Oil & Gas Podcast, the show dedicated to bring you the news from the oil patch deep in the heart of Texas, with your hosts, Ryan Ray and Josh Shelton.
1: Welcome to the Texas Oil & Gas Podcast. We appreciate you tuning in. This is episode 88. 88. I'm your host, Josh Shelton, my friend and co-host, Ryan Ray. This is our last podcast for the year uh, 2018, Ryan. Uh, we're going to be gone until after the New Year's. It's been been an interesting run this year, man. News has been kind of all over the place, and uh seems like the the year's just flown by this year, man.
0: Yeah, you know, I was sitting there this morning, uh, getting ready for the show, and I realized our two-year anniversary is within just a few months. <laughs> I know, ain't that crazy? I mean, we just did our one year, it feels like, uh, just a few episodes ago, but... I mean March, February, March, isn't then when we started this show, yeah, and it's, February, I believe, yeah, right. So when you, you think about it, you come back. So we're gonna take off the rest of the year, and then you come back, and you got you know a month or two, and then boom, you're at two years, and we're right, we're at eighty eight episodes now, and so you're gonna be sitting there with, um, yeah, March third is our is our anniversary date. So March third of seventeen. So yeah, you come back and you've got this you know eight shows or whatever you crack the 100 mark and then you'll hit your 100 show and um man it's just time as time has flown by josh you're right
1: i was uh just looking back and, and following the news cycle this was we, we got to starting at the early uh early 2016 and being able to watch the cycle and the the way the news and the stocks and the investments and stuff work, work themselves out. It's been very interesting uh, to follow it so closely for you know, the last you know, 18 months.
0: Yep. Let's talk about a couple things, Josh. So we have Ron Clark from Rodney Strong Wine, who will be coming on here in a few minutes. He's going to announce the winners. How Come Black never got back to us, so we, we will be offering two gift basket giveaways and then, of course, the VIP tour to um, the Rodney Strong Winery in Sonoma County, Texas, uh, I mean, not Texas, California. Ryan will break that down, uh, how it works, all that stuff. The baskets, you have to be within a driving radius for it to win. Josh, and here's my thought, if they don't claim them, um, I think we should just keep them for ourselves at this point. You know, it kind of feels like that. Um, so anyways, so we got that, Ryan Clark, and all that. Josh, I didn't tell you about this. So we got a couple things. One, we're working on some giveaways for next year. I know you know about this, maybe some fishing, so we'll have some news about that. Two um we are going to work on a website a new website and so um we hope to work on that again probably january february coming out three we've had a few people josh say that um sometimes the audio quality especially with callers is not that great so i had a meeting with a guy what day did i talk to you on the phone what day was that was that tuesday wednesday <laughs> Wednesday, okay, Wednesday. So I just got in a meeting that day with a guy that I'm going to bring on in January, and he will be a he will start producing the show for us. And so we hope that will help fix some of the audio issues. Josh and I are complete morons when it comes to the audio world and just about everything else, but especially the audio world. But this guy, um, you know, has some expertise in that, and so can hopefully help us with. Um, you know, getting the better quality audio. Uh, I know the collars are some of the issues that we've talked about in the past. Anyways, so we got that guy coming on. Um, so hopefully by the end of January, you guys will notice a little better quality in some of the audio. Um, there's also some other, another announcement, Josh, that I know that you know about for sure that we cannot make until probably mid-January. But that one I'm really excited about. Well,
1: you know, Ryan, uh, I, I was thinking about doing some upgrades now that we have a couple of weeks off to some of my equipment. So maybe uh, maybe I could touch base with uh, the guys coming on in January, coordinate and get some get some better stuff to um, maybe in, improve my quality. I know some of the income. I, I, we have a review. Speaking of, Ryan, uh, at a, a guy came in. Did you read uh, T? shickles uh review that was december 12th you mm. didn't have that last we week We did dude. west
0: texas last week so
1: you gotcha, west texas so uh we got uh five coming in um it was just posted and it says uh thanks for doing this gentlemen i enjoy the show the information you provide is current and useful only gripe is the occasional phone audio from sellers isn't optimal and, and can be difficult to understand i'm not certain how to fix that issue so appreciate the review um and like Ryan said we are working on uh, improving some of the the audio especially when we have callers coming in not sure what we're going to do quite yet but we're definitely working on it and there's certainly be some improvements next year i'm sure
0: yeah and if people want to send us a check that josh and i could you know like buy our own sound studio we'll be happy to take checks so yeah you know dollars, yeah. something like that we'll be happy to know sound,
1: soundproof the wall We'll we'll do it right man
0: you know, and so on this, Josh. I know we got we only got one real story to talk about today in the roundup. So just take a quick second here. Three one eight five nine 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 one nine two. We are really thankful when you guys tell us this again because we're not aware of what it sounds like. We're not. Yeah, you know, we know what we say here, so we're not around. We're not aware of what it sounds like always um, in the car, in the headphones, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we really do appreciate this. And um, if you're a listener who's listened to the show and you've reached out to me, you know uh, we really do hard to get back to you. It doesn't mean we can always um, work out what you would like, but we do take it into consideration, and Josh and I had a long talk uh, the other day about, um, something a listener had sent in, but 318-599-9192, or you can hit us up on LinkedIn, um, but yeah, we do appreciate it, we appreciate you guys, and all the feedback, especially on this audio stuff, because Josh and I, you know, for us, it kind of sounds a little low, but it probably, when you think about Josh and the car, it probably is kind of worse, um because of the, you know, the outsized noise and all that. So it's good to know we are taking it serious. We are working on it. We do appreciate the five-star reviews. Um, and so anyways, we'll have a giveaway announcement in a second, but Josh, uh, let's get to the show, man.
1: All right. So uh, the main piece of news I was going to discuss today, Ryan, is that uh, there's an article that came out, uh, East Texas Matters, largest continuous oil and gas potential ever assessed found in Texaco, New Mexico. This is the Wolf Camp shale overlying the Bone Spring formation in the Delaware Basin. Uh, they have found what, uh, in the New Mexico side of the Permian Basin, what appears to be 46.3 billion barrels of oil, 281 trillion cubic feet of natural gas and 20 billion barrels of natural gas liquids. Uh, so it's an enormous fine. Uh, it's, I think, double what they were expecting it to be. And uh, so good news for them, it, this is uh, given... Uh, great projections for, you know, the next five years, at least.
0: Yeah, and U.S. Secretary Ryan Zinke said Christmas came early, and, and that's why I wanted to cover the story, because it, it does come early for us. And um, I think, you know, David Blackman last week, who was sitting in for you, Josh, said that this is a 100-year process. And this these kind of estimates, um, and I need to get David back on, because he broke this down for me before, but I can't remember, you know, how we view and how we measure our reserves is a little bit differently than um, you might think, and so you'll see some folks out there, and I'm not going to name call, but they'll be like, "Oh yeah, we're going to run a hole in five years or six years," and they're they're saying that we're just going to run out. Not that some people are saying that, you know, some people are afraid. Let me let me step back here. There's kind of a couple schools. One school is is afraid that we will run out because we haven't invested enough in research uh, during the downturn, and so you might have a shortage that. These people aren't saying that. They're saying that we're going to run out because they look at the reserve numbers and like, oh, wow, they're going to run out in six, seven years. Um, Well, these numbers are constantly being updated, and what's amazing is that they're always being added to. Rarely do you see a report that comes out and says that the U.S. National um, uh, reserves for oil and gas is going down. It's always going up, and that that has to do with the way that we – the way that we store this, um, um, collect this information and consider it um, available to be considered in you know, reserves. Anyways, so this is great news, and the other thing, Josh, is that if you look at the long-term trend, man, up into the right on this stuff, as far as global demand with petrochemicals and things like that, um, you're going to have refineries that can be retooled to handle more of our light sweet Crude, um, and so I'm not necessarily one of those people who is, hey, you know, the U.S., um, oil and gas can conquer the world type people, but I do think it is a, a great, great day and, um, you know, prices are a little low right now, Josh, but I think they're going to rebound next year at some point. And, um, I man, I think this is just good news for the, for the industry in general and a great way to end the year.
1: Well, you know, some of the, some of the companies out there Ryan, uh, are thinking about making some changes to the way they're planning to spin. There's an article that came out, uh, with Hugh Conoco or ConocoPhillips, they are planning to uh, scale back a little bit on their spending for 2019 uh, their original estimates was 5.3 billion They ended up opening up to 6.1 uh, but taking a more conservative approach to uh, to spending for the next year i guess they're probably uh, looking at gas prices and looking at oil prices and and thinking uh picking a long-term approach and and kind of like almost like a hedge of, of of saying let's just do it at this price to so where we could be profitable even if you know, all stays at this, you know, fifty a barrel or wherever exactly it's at this morning. Um, so it, they're taking a different approach than Diamondback did. this year, that's for sure. Uh, Diamondback kind of went went all in and mm-hmm. was just buying everything. It seemed to work out for them. But uh, you know, th- this ConocoPhillips, Phillips, I think they're taking uh, you know a slightly different approach. And and they said they're doing it mainly for uh, benefits with stocks and uh, making their making their stocks more, um, um, I guess, attractive to to different investors. I have- uh, a more steady income, ex- expected income coming in, and then uh, Ryan, there was a article that came out with uh, about Corpus Christi, Port, um, San Patricio County, and the, and Corpus Christi are joining in opposition against the Trafigura Terminal. Talked a little bit about this uh, at different times, but um, we can we can understand why they're against Trafigura because it's going to be competition. But um, I think. Overall, I'm I'm excited to see how to, how how this works out because it could be a, it could be a change in how things are done. If Trafigura can get in there and get this thing done, um, it may open up uh, different opportunities for different companies uh, all over the world to come in and do uh, more oil and gas work outside of government. Um, so th- that's one exciting development there. And last thing, Ron, we had an article that come out with RIGZONE. Uh, article came out with Rigzone that says that there's going to be a couple hundred jobs that are going to be being laid off in Texas uh, at the start of the year. Uh, just to mention a few, Pioneer Natural Resources um, they're laying off 219 employees, um, and that is uh, their their plant in Brady, Texas. Laying off 219 employees beginning January 14th. There's a few others. We'll link that in the show notes. Uh, not a huge, not a huge amount of layoffs there. And and there, other articles came out as well that said that there's been a huge increase in jobs, obviously over the years. So um, in total, it's been good news. But for one reason or another, there are a few companies uh, first and next year that will have some layoffs. That may be due to some of the pipeline restraints, or it could just be oil prices and where they're at, and 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 changes uh, to stay profitable. Not sure exactly what the what the causes are behind this, but they are having uh, a few layoffs we have a special guest on ryan clark he is the director of national accounts for a strong ryan good to have you on the show today buddy how's things going
2: very good very good happy holidays to both y'all
0: thanks yeah, buddy thank thanks. you thank you it's been good and thank you guys and Specs for sponsoring the show for the last what's it been three three months i believe now and so we really appreciate that and uh Hope you guys have gotten some value out of it, but but let's talk about wine specifically before we get to the giveaways. we got Christmas coming up. Last time we talked about some wine pairings, Christmas and New Year's, since we won't have a show. Um, what kind of wine should we look for for a holiday party, Christmas party, New Year's party, um, and what do you guys have to offer that might meet those needs?
2: Yeah, there's some uh, new innovation wines that have just hit the market here recently, and uh, uh, two of the new wines we've launched uh, from Rodney Strong, is the rosé, and rosé is a, a new category that's showing very well a positive growth uh, growing across all the markets and all channels, both uh, in grocery stores and restaurants. So if somebody's looking for a unique wine, something different for this holiday experience uh, with parties or private gatherings, uh, the rosé is a very nice uh, varietal to try to taste and try a, a new opportunity versus just your traditional cab chardonnay, Merlot. And then also, too, we've got a new wine, a red blend called Upshot, so Upshot is a blend of about five different grape varietals, uh, Cabernet, Cab Franc, Petit Verdot, Malbec, and a little bit of uh, Pinot Noir. And uh, that's a unique uh, packaging, and that's uh, available just like the rosé in all the retail uh, shops here in Texas and across uh, in Louisiana, as well as like Kroger, Randall's, H-E-B Specs. Uh, you'll find that av- available as well in Whole Foods. So those are conveniently available uh, this holiday season, some new innovation wines uh, from the winery we were offering this year.
0: Yeah, and see that, that that Upshot has a pretty cool label on it. I was actually, I think I texted you a while back, I had some folks over at my house and we were drinking some Ch- Righty Strong Chardonnay and um, we went, went out and get some more and I, and I came across one of those bottles. I like the the label it has on it. What's, what all does that label have on there? What all does it kind of break it down?
2: Yeah, it's a unique packaging and actually this last year it won uh, the top package this last year on new innovation wines released across the whole world. So we're excited about that and. When you look at the label, it's basically uh, the process of wine making. So it shows you when the actual vine is harvested and what the wine making process is, how long it's in the uh, the barrel, and then how long it's in the bottle, and then when it comes to the basically the shelf or table. So it's basically the wine making process is what the uh, label shows in the uh, process there.
0: Well, good deal. Well, I can say that the Ray household and our guests have enjoyed Rodney Strong wine, especially the Chardonnay. Uh, that's my personal recommendation. I haven't tried the Upshot yet. It is on my list for the the Christmas holiday here, but I can say the Ronnie Strong Chardonnay has been a big hit around here. I would say it's the same about the Shelton's, but uh, Ryan, I, I I never actually got Josh uh, any wine, so he's he's, <laughs> he's 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 had to suffer through. But uh, but the Ray household has enjoyed it, so um, thank you for that. Okay, let's get to what the folks care about. Halcon Black did not get back to us, so we're gonna have two gift basket giveaways, and I can break down those terms and conditions. Um, which is within driving radius, and that's essentially Oklahoma City, Tulsa, you know, Pecos, Carlsbad, uh, Laredo, Houston, somewhere in that area. I will drop off one of these lovely gift baskets to you um, at your convenience after the holidays over, but three one eight five nine 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 one nine two. So we have two winners of those. One is new, two. The Tall City, new to the Tall City, and the other one, and I'm not sure how to say this one, but uh, I'm gonna spell it out here: M A C A R S E R, Macarser, M-M-C-Harser, maybe Macarser, MacArthur, I'm not sure. So Macarser, new to Tall, new to the Tall City, both won a Rodney Strong wine gift basket, and finally, the big one: the VIP tour in Sonoma County, California, is West Texas, and it has a few dollar signs in there. Um, so. The, the, the S's or dollar signs. But anyways, um, that is the VIP tour winner for the um, Rodney Strong Winery in Sonoma County. Ryan, why don't you break down what those terms and conditions are so everyone's clear, but exactly what did he or she win?
2: Well, congratulations to the uh, Wine Basket winners and for sure to the VIP tour and tasting West Texas winner. Excited to have the opportunity to host you out to the vineyard. Uh, that's going to be an offering we'll offer for the next two years through 2019 and 2020. Uh, whatever times convenient for them, we can coordinate logistics on that. And basically what that consists of is we'll offer anywhere from two to four VIP tour and tastings here out at the Vineyard. And uh, we're located uh, uh, really about an hour and 20 minutes due north from San Francisco in the small town of Hillsburg. Uh, you can go directly up the Highway 101. Or I would strongly recommend uh, taking the Pacific Coast Highway. It's a wonderful drive. Very, uh, 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 a lot of pictures and a lot of photos and movies and stuff have been made through this highway. And if you've never had a chance to drive that highway, I would strongly recommend that heading up to the winery, coming into the Russian River Valley. Uh, when you get to the property there, we're going to give you a vine-to-table experience and let you showcase and uh, see the opportunity and tour the winery and the vineyards. And then we'll have a wine pairing there with one of our winemakers that'll go through. The winemaking process, and do the food and wine pairing there at the property. It will uh, definitely be a memorable opportunity and a great opportunity for either the couples or two couples to get together and come out and share uh, in the wine country.
0: So it's for two or four people. Is that correct? Yeah, just, okay. yeah. If it's
2: two couples or an individual couple. You know, two to four people. We can host the VIP tour and tasting.
0: So they, so it could be like a listener and their significant other, and they could invite Josh and myself to go out there as well. Is what you're saying? There you go, perfect. I just want to make sure I, didn't, I just want to make sure I heard correct. I didn't want to, you know, I'm not, I'm not inviting Josh and me, but I'm just saying uh Josh not to go. I, I I can go. I can be my wife, but you know we can we can work around all that <laughs> at a later date. Okay, Ron. Well, look, thank you so much for this. Thanks, Specs. They have been a part of this as well. Rodney Strong. Uh, you can find out more about um, wine from Rodney Strong. Where?
2: You can go obviously to RodneyStrongVineyards.com or you can uh, have any questions, any technical issues, or questions, concerns about wine and our portfolio. You can go to RyanClark at RodneyStrong.com. I'll be happy to answer anybody's questions as far as any kind of wines in our portfolio. And again, I want to say a special thank you to Specs for their partnership and helping us to put these gift baskets together for this holiday season.
0: Yeah, the gift baskets are legit. They look good. They sit in my office right here every day. I had to had to suffer through looking, looking at them, but they are great. Um, okay, so let's talk about next year we might do a gift basket again. Are we not ready to announce maybe, but sure. we're considering
2: it? Yeah, no, I definitely think we ought to do something around Eastern Mother's Day to have another opportunity to offer a gift basket for those uh, holiday opportunities as well the first of the year.
0: Okay, good deal. Good deal. And, and Ryan, real quick, let's this, this kind of walk just behind the scenes here. Um, you know, one of the things is this kind of dealing with you guys uh, a little bit, I've learned is, is that when you're dealing with a winery like this, there's a lot of people involved. And You see me a video, I'm going to post them on my LinkedIn. So any of the listeners, uh, I think I posted it yesterday and I'll post it again next week. Um, but let's just, just give us 30 seconds. When you see a bottle of wine there, um, I know this is kind of, part of what you'd experience with the tour, but kind of give us a 30 seconds or a minute overview of how many people are involved with getting a bottle of wine to your local specs.
2: Well, it's a, what we call a three tier system. We have the winery itself when we've probably got uh, 50 employees out at the vineyards that oversee the, uh, the winery and the viticulture. And then we've got the team that comes in when we do harvest of uh, close to about the 25 to 30 people that work around. Uh, that and then obviously we've got our marketing team that creates the packaging and the shippers, and then we've got our wholesalers we partner up with across the country. Uh, here in Texas, we are uh, partnered up with a Republic National Distributing Company. Uh, they bring it into the state and then they ship it and sell it into Specs uh, and a handful of other retail chains and hotels and restaurants across the country. And then their salespeople uh, bring it to the shelves and to the tables. So you're looking to get you know close to uh, you know two or three hundred people uh, by the time it gets from the vineyard to uh, shipping, to the distribution, and then out to your retail hotel chain outlets. We've got salespeople uh, with our distributor partners all over the country and the state uh, that help to recommend our portfolio and represent our brands a year in and a year out. So it's a great partnership. And, you know, this is a family-owned process. The Klein family owns the winery. They're fourth-generation farmers, so there's a lot of pride, a lot of history when it comes to producing these wines.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up uh, because you know Josh and I have talked about you know the book like I pencil or you know the um, you know just how things come together and how you can have all these people that bring you a bottle of wine and you would think to pay all those people how could you you know get a bottle of wine in your door for twenty twenty five dollars and it's crazy just how um, the division of labor and all that stuff works itself out. But anyways. Thank you Ryan for that. Thank you for sponsoring the show. Thank you for these lovely gift baskets. Thanks specs. Everybody hope you guys have a great Christmas and a great new year's and we'll get you back on again sometime early next year to talk about our next promotion with you guys.
2: You got it. Happy holidays to you and all the listeners out there this year. Merry Christmas. Thanks buddy. Thank you all.
1: All right. Thanks again to Ryan Clark with Rodney strong, uh, for coming on today. Uh, Congratulations to the two winners uh, of the gift baskets, and also to West Texas for the potential VIP of of uh, their vineyard. So, uh, congrats to everyone. Uh, it's been a been a great year this year. Thanks to all of our listeners for giving us great support. Uh, for all the reviews, written and five star. Uh, thanks for all the feedback. Thanks for the questions and call ins and emails. And uh, y'all y'all been great. Uh, been very helpful and uh, supportive. So we really appreciate
0: y'all. Uh, Ryan, with that, I think uh, I think we're out, man. Yep, that's it. Thank you guys. As Josh said, a lot of stuff coming next year. Uh, new website. Um, you know, would love to be up with more listeners last year. Got to be up with some this year. More listeners next year. And, um, you know, hopefully some more cool stuff. 318 599 9192. We're going to leave that in the show notes so you can send a text or leave a voicemail. If you don't believe me, try me, send me a message. I will get back to you. Um, as soon as I possibly can. Um, Josh, Josh, just thank you, buddy, for doing the show. Uh, It's been good doing the show with you. Uh, We're through our second year now. Uh, Not second year as far as anniversaries go, but our second calendar year, if you will. And um, it's been fun, and look forward to next year, and look forward to that big announcement you have coming here in just a few weeks. And so, to the listeners, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and until next time, keep
2: climbing. (music)